This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies, welcome to this week's episode of the We Don't Have Anything to Talk About in the NWA Saturday Special. <laughs> I am Scott Criscola, of course. Joining me, the doctor, Dr. G, Georgia Blina. What's going on? How are you? How are you, sir? I'm well. Not um, WA. Uh, lazy or broke? I don't know. But for the second consecutive week, we did not get any original programming. Uh, from the NWA as they continue to uh, recap pieces of the Crockett Cup, um, which makes me laugh because why didn't they just do the deal with Fight TV so we don't have to pay a separate charge for it if they were going to give all this away for nothing anyway? So they did some more matches from the past, uh, you know, from the show. And as we all know, we already did a reaction special on the whole show, so we're not talking about it again. But uh, next week, uh, the show might be a little different. I'll get to that at the end. Um, uh, but what I want to talk about, we're going off the off the reservation again, off the ranch, if you will, this week. If you, um, is, it t- is it what? If you will. If you will. If you will. Baby. Um, it's a topic that I've wanted to talk about here on all on all of the shows that I'm on here on the PTB Wrestling Network, and thank you for joining us. As always, we had a great week this week. Uh, before we get to uh, the topic, Doctor, uh, yesterday, if you're listening to this on Saturday, yesterday was the big return. You weren't on this episode. But after nine months, it has returned. One of my favorite shows ever in the history of this network. NWA Crock and Roll returned yesterday. Um, and uh, Sean Sean Kidd is back. And uh, I don't, they're not going to do every other week. I think they're going to do monthly. Uh, you were not on this episode, but I know you will be returning to the Crock and Roll team. So I thank Sean Sean Kid and the gang, Callum and Schiff and the rest of the crew and you, of course. And uh, the return episode was yesterday, dropped yesterday. So thank you uh, for listening and for uh, giving it the support it deserves. We had a new episode of uh, Highway to the Impact Zone this week, new episode of... of uh, uh, Extreme Resurrection. So you're seeing the uh, some of the uh, vintage episodes of the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast, my good buddy Luke Jennings. Uh, and, of course, he has another show here on the network that is really good. It drops every Monday morning or afternoon, depending if there's a Place Be podcast. And that is, of course, the Monday Night Project, where uh, he goes back and t- checks out classic episodes of Monday Night Raw, which is very fun. It's probably the best Raw recap show uh, this network's ever had. So... Um, not counting, of course, the Monday Night War show, which, of course, was on, uh, of course, the Monday Night show, the, um, 
show that uh, Chad and JR do, which, of course, is now over on the No-So. But that doesn't really count. They weren't recapping, like, Raws all the time. They were just obviously doing a competition deal. In any event, um, we had a great week and a good week coming up this week as well. We'll have a new episode of Through the Looking Glass, myself and Dave Hall. A lot of other great stuff this week as well. All right. So I just want to let everybody know that NWA Crock and Roll is back, but it will be monthly, not uh, not biweekly. So anyway. All right. So I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a while. And we're not going to go deep, deep in the weeds tonight because, well, well Dr. G will give all his thoughts. This is his, this is his platform tonight. But coming up next Friday on the newest episode of Place Me Nation's main event, um, we are going to have this discussion as well, myself, Steve, and, of course, the godfather, Nate Milton. Uh, but I wanted to talk to the doctor about it because we always goof with each other about this. And now it's starting – something happened a few weeks ago that really pissed me off and made me realize how low we have sunk as wrestling fans. The topic I want to discuss is that word that has suddenly entered wrestling lexicon that never entered before uh, 2019, and that is the word tribalism. Um, tribalism is apparently the concept of taking a side in something and then completely embarrassing, humiliating, and being a jerk toward everybody that doesn't agree with what side you take. I mean, tribalism has been going on for centuries in politics, I'm sure in religion and a bunch of other things too. But in the world of professional wrestling, tribalism really jumped into the fray in 2019 when all elite wrestling was formed. And over the last, well, I guess you could say almost four years, uh, wrestling uh, fandom has gotten uh, bottom feeding and it's disgraceful. And I'm and I kind of let it go. We didn't really get into it on any of our shows, but something happened Memorial Day weekend when we had the big when when pro wrestling had the big weekend of of shows and we had uh, um, hard to kill the uh, not hard to kill. What was the, uh, the the impact show? I'm brain farting. Uh, the impact show. Um, the impact pay per view Friday night and then night of champions Saturday and of course. Uh, NXT Battleground and uh, uh, AEW Double or Nothing on on Sunday, the Sunday before Memorial Day itself. So, in a nutshell, AEW fans, fans of only AEW and fans only of WWE, which I I don't know, um, have seemed to now take sides and instead of just saying, I'm an AEW fan, I hate WWE, or I'm a WWE fan, I hate AEW, Instead, you have to go out there and destroy people and go out and pick fights on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, Of course, I'm talking mostly about social media, which is something that never happened in pro wrestling until the last decade. Um, But we have had competition in pro wrestling for as long as we've all been alive, going back to the territory days of Crockett and and AWA and World Class and Mid-South and, you know, even Florida to a lesser extent. But um, I feel like over the last four years, wrestling fandom has just gotten so bottom-feeding. It's it's sad. And people just getting trashed. I mean, forget their fandom, just like their overall, you know, overall, uh, um, you know, um, 
qualities as a human being, you know? Um, oh, that's just, that's an unfortunately. Well, it is. But well, tonight we're just talking wrestling. But yes, that happens everywhere. You're right about that. So, so as we all know, we, we, we have a running gag on the show that I'm, I'm an AEW hater, which is furthest from the truth. There are things about AEW that I like a lot. Tony Khan is not one of them. I think he's uh, a bit of a doofus. But there are things about AEW overall that I like. I think the tag division blows WWE's tag division away. Big time. Big time. Um, the mid card is solid. Um, the women's division is getting better. What's sad is their best women's wrestler is not their women's champion, which is Jade Cargill, which I always thought was kind of funny. And the main event from time to time, more than not, has been really good. But there are things about AEW I don't like. Their owner is an idiot who should probably not have social media. Um, the women's division is still not at the level as some others. But it's getting there, but it's still not at the level of. And, and I think some of their booking decisions with the women's division is not great. And too much drama. Um, back in the backstage. Uh, too many Indians and not enough legit chiefs. Now, WWE has always had their own set of problems. One of them is uh, this, you know, the owner who looks like Snidely Whiplash with his dumb mustache and his fucking dyed hair and his Botoxed face. Um, and yeah, fans are not happy that they're being sold, but that's a business thing that goes way over our heads, so we might as well just let it go. Something you, you can't. Doctor G and I have beaten that topic into the ground over the past several months, and we don't even know any. We don't even know as much as the people that actually know know. You know, you know. But Memorial Day weekend, okay. Uh, during the big shows, Night of Champions on Saturday and then NXT Battleground and AEW Double or Nothing were happening at the same time, cage match. Everyone knows the site cage match. Dr. G, you know the site cage match. It's run by uh, Germans. It's a German. It's actually, even though it's, you know, obviously in English or whatever, it is run, uh, it is based in Germany. And they obviously, you know, they they tally match. It's a, ma it's, it's a wrestling database. It's a database for lack of a better term, but it's a fancy database. You can look up wrestlers, titles, promotions, matches, cards, whatever. Well, and you can, if you are a, if you log in and you're like a, you have an account with them, you could actually rank matches in star form. You could be your own little Dave Meltzer and, um, and comment on shows or matches. Well, apparently during that weekend, a bunch of people were grading um, matches Sunday night during AEW Double or Nothing and NXT Battleground. Apparently, matches were given one star, half a star, um, you know, duds. Uh, it, it was it was just getting ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, Cage Match was like, this is what is going on here. So now Cage Match does not allow grades for matches until at least 48 hours after the show has happened. I don't know how that'll help things, but I guess it's better than nothing. But when I saw that story, I'm like, is this how low we've sunk as wrestling fans? A bunch of fucking children jumping on a wrestling database and lying about match grades just so 
a promotion's show can have a lower grade than the show of the promotion you like. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Dr. G, what is going on here? I mean, how low has the wrestling fan sunk? Well, yeah, I mean, you could say just staying in the wrestling realm, but it's just the worldwide realm. People, people could hide behind something. And then when these people get called out, and I see it all the time with certain wrestling fans, then they start crying and they, woe is me, BS. No, you know what? If you're going to go out there and you're going to put something out there, then stick to your opinion. And we all know, because we both have uh, one of these people on Facebook. He loves to put his crap out there, hating, 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 especially on AEW. Then somebody calls him out and then he starts crying. Woe is me. I don't have patience for that. If you're gonna if you're gonna go out there and you're gonna put your you're gonna you're, you're gonna fucking put your your fucking balls on the table there, then you know what? They're gonna get chopped off. Then, <laughs> then you know what? Then stick up for yourself and you know what? Stop hiding. Yep. You, know, you don't like being called out, right? So then don't then you shouldn't do it at all. I don't understand in wrestling having all this and having competition that the WWE come on, that wrestling kind of sucked for a while when there was no competition there's competition now that's good for the wrestling fan so you have a little bit of something for everybody you may like one promotion certain thing better than another there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. and then just enjoy it why do we got to do it and i know you want to get into the topic of you know would this have happened if we uh you I'll get there. I'll get there. Yeah, don't you jump felt th- like this didn't happen years ago. Why are you being so tribal and, and jumping on me? No, I'm only kidding. No, we are going to get to that topic in a minute. But I think the thing is, again, I hate totally generalizing a whole population of people because it's just a small percentage of people right. that are, are making the noise and, and acting like idiots and, and doing this kind of stuff. I mean, the thing is, is that there's a little something for everyone. You may not like GCW's type of stuff, but that's there are wrestling fans that like that kind of stuff. So that's their promotion to go to. But I mean, most wrestling fans I know watch you know all the different shows at one point or another. But you know, even when I was a kid, I mean, I watched you know, especially when we had territories. I watched everything, but like I preferred Florida and probably WWF was probably my two favorites. Mm-hmm. I did watch the Georgia show and all that, and I enjoyed that the Mid Atlantic, you know, that stuff, um, and in in Memphis, but which was very good. But those were the ones I preferred, you know. But you had a little bit of everything. It was neat as a wrestling fan when you were younger, especially reading the magazines. You got to see all these territories. I mean. Down in Florida, I got so much of it, you know. Then we had ESPN with World Class, and then you had Southeastern Championship Wrestling, and you had all these different um, territories where you got to see a little bit of difference in everything. Obviously, WWF was the more polished-looking show, and Correct. but also a little bit more family-oriented. So, again, it's a little bit of something for everyone. NWA had a little bit more of that edge, that rough edge to it, a little bit more of that realism to it. Mm-hmm. So you got a little bit of that taste of that. What's the what's wrong with that? You know, like AEW is is I mean, they're trying to build a product like WWE's, but they have a little bit of a different edge to them. It is a little bit more grittier. It, it, I would say AEW's like NWA, and obviously WWE is like WWF. You know, like if you're going to compare the two 
nothing wrong with that. There was a little something different for everybody. If you really, you know, there's nothing better than watching WrestleMania and seeing those big entrances and all that stuff. Everybody loved, you know, a lot of people like that kind of stuff. Whereas maybe, you know, AEW has a little bit of that, but they're a little bit more grittier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like you said, the tag teams, they concentrate a little bit more on the tag teams. Their tag team division is very good. It's excellent. So what that's the thing is, but I think people are just, you know, everybody wants to. I don't know why as a fan, you would want to just be totally like, okay, I just want to watch this one company and this one company only. I think it's great having all these, this, this different stuff around you to watch. Mm -hmm. But some people, I'm like, you would think they work for the company. I mean, that's what do you get? Yeah. Big from the company or something. I know that that that's that's one of the biggest things about a tribalistic situation is that you don't own AEW is a private owned company. All right, um, you're not making any money off of AEW. However, you are a stockholder in WWE, and you know maybe you want them to sell to somebody because you make a good point there. I keep forgetting about that. You know, obviously WWE. Yeah, I guess if you if you have some stock. You know, and you own a lot of stock. I guess, all right, maybe you're going to then just jump on the WWE. Now, button. I wonder. <laughs> um, I know the sale is not official. It's, it, was, it was kind of in, in, in uh, you know, verbal agreement. But I know the ink won't dry till probably the beginning of 2024. Um, but I'm sure if you own a lot of stock in WWE, you want them to do well because then it helps your livelihood, depending on how much stock no. you own. If you own, like, five shares, ain't going to do anything. You're, if you, you own, like, a thousand shares, yeah. You're you bringing know? From point into this now, I think some of the people we're talking about. I don't think they own any stock. Uh, I, I, no, they're lucky. They're lucky. They they're lucky. They own a car. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, or, <laughs> or have rent. No. Um. Uh, as a matter well, of fact, I was, I was hoping I I'm going to have I, on. What? I wish I. I said I thought I, I wish I bought some. I know. So, um, one guy that I wish I. I had on. I could have on. I'm going to try and get him on. Maybe I'll try and get him on main event this week because I think his show got affected by tribalism, and that was my good friend Mike Valenti, who's my former coworker, and he and his brother co-hosted a great pod on uh, in, on podcast catchers, and he had they had a show on YouTube called The Squared Circle Psychobabble, and they used to talk about all sorts of wrestling. Well, they kind of skewed AEW a little bit because they wanted to get a kind of a, a kind of a, a good uh, viewership. And, you know, uh, um, you know, a buzz for them. And they did. And their their clips did very well. And they would read they would recap Dynamite and talk about ratings, which I used to bust Mike's balls on because nobody gives a shit about ratings. Um, and but then they got so deep in the weeds talking about AEW that but when they would talk about other stuff, they wouldn't get as many looks. I looked at I watched everything they did. They wouldn't get as many looks, and their 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 fans would go on comments and say, "Stop talking about this crap. Please just talk about AEW." And it was not an AEW podcast; it was a wrestling podcast. And now they had to take a break. I mean, there was other things going on personally that I won't get into. Okay. Uh, good things, but stuff that that kind of precluded their time. But they were getting kind of bullied by their own fans to not do anything yeah. else other than AEW. And um. I want to get Mike on because he's a, you know, he's a younger guy and uh, he's in his thirties and and I'm curious what his thoughts are because, you know, he was much younger during the Monday night wars than you and I were. We were in our late twenties. I think he was in high school. Um, but 
the point that I'm going to make and, I, and uh, that my next point that and you mentioned a minute ago is, you know, even like the territory days don't really count because unfortunately, you know, not a lot of stuff was on cable. So you can only like you had mentioned, you well, can only they, watch what you can watch. You really I watched WWF days being competition with each other because they all had his own territory. It wasn't until Vince, you know, went national and then so did Crockett. Then it became a little different. But correct. But, but if you're talking about just the regular territory days. They really weren't in competition with each other. They actually worked with each other, you know, trading talent and everything because they had their own, you know, place where they, you know, their own territory. So, but when you started getting into, say, the mid to late 80s, where you had pretty much WWE and Crockett, I mean, AWA was around till 90 or 91, but they pretty much fell off the face of the earth. So you had that and then, you know, you had those two companies really going against each other. Yeah, you had fans that that you know was either one or the other, or um, like us, where we watched everything. But I knew fans that wouldn't watch WWF when I was a kid, and vice versa. But would you get bullied for it, or would no. you start fights with about it? No, no, we didn't in those days. But my point is. Me, I don't know about the 80s, but I definitely think if if social media was around 97, let's say 96 to what, 2000, I guess, is the real heart of the that era, um, it would have been nasty because there were people that just loved WCW, didn't love WWF. And then when WWF started kicking WCW's butt, you know there would have been a lot of trash talking going on. Um, I don't. I, I think we're very vulgar back in the 90, uh, late nineties. A lot of stuff that you that was on TV that you would never see now. You couldn't even put it on now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I just I think it. I think it, I, I can't say it would one time be worse than the other. I'm just saying, like, if all things were equal, you know, we had the same kind of technology then as we do now. Mm-hmm. I do think there would be some of this tribalism. I do. Now, when WCW really fell off the face of the earth in, you know, 2000 or whatever, I think, you know, I don't know what it would have been. Yeah, it could have been really nasty. I don't, I really don't know. But but I do feel during, like, the height of it, ooh, there would have been some good trash talking going on. But people did watch both shows, though. A lot of times people would, you know, during commercials, they'd switch back and forth. Um, me, personally, once the Attitude Era really kicked in, I didn't even watch WCW anymore. I'm going to be honest. I mean... I don't even remember us even talking about WCW. And you and I were watching it every week. We mm-hmm. we got together with friends every week. It was WWF. Very rarely did we watch WCW. Well, I at that time I was we were both in radio, but I um my hours uh I was working during well, when I worked overnight in Hamden or at the stations here in uh, in upstate Connecticut. Um I used to watch Raw, and then when I came into work, I worked the overnight, if you remember. I, I actually, uh, I actually covered. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not covered for you. I followed you. Um, I used to watch the re-air of Nitro um, on TNT in Master Control. The right. overnight was all server programming, so I watched. But I did watch Nitro. Um, I, I, I didn't watch Thunder. Thunder was crap. I didn't watch Thunder. <laughs> Thunder was garbage. Um, Raw for me, so I watched it when I got home. But um, 
I watched W. I mean, you and I were watching WCW mid nineties when Hogan first came yes. in. So I remember watching. I remember watching WCW in ninety five, ninety six. But uh, by ninety seven, I was watching more WWF. I did watch my share of WCW, and and this is where I disagree with you on on the on the uh, the direction of what would be tribalism in the late nineties. I think social media would have been dominated by the ECW fans who would have gone on there high or shit faced and destroyed both the WWF and WCW fans. Okay, so consistently. Uh, you no, know, you're right. I, would, I, I that was going to be my next point. You had ECW fans, so yeah, that would have been tribalism because they they really invented tribalism. If you really think about it, they did, they did, but it was more a class system because you know everyone thought that that you know. When you had Jer- the other problem too is is they openly talked about each other on these shows, uh, you know, it happened in the beginning in AEW and then I feel like when Cody left it kind of pooped out, um, but you know, um, Jerry Lawler on Raw would call ECW ECW meant ex- extremely crappy wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, they they crossed over and you know Bischoff used to give away the results of taped Raws and everything. It was very, um. It would have been, let me tell you something, it would have been interesting, I mean, it would have been interesting to see if social media was around at that time. But I do think, the only reason I mildly disagree with you is I think more people watched both shows then than they do now. I don't think there were as many lines in the sand, no pun intended, on the greatest entrance theme of all time. Um, I don't think there there were as many lines in the sand back then as there are now i think more fans watched the only line in the sand ecw a little bit yeah but they also they didn't they they only they fucked with a they weren't angry like they weren't trying because they knew deep down that wcw and wwf even wwf who was not fiscally sound in you know 97 98 or even you know early even 96 they still had more money than ecw because wwf kept ecw afloat so I think I don't yeah, think that it stuff been as, wasn't as out there as it is now. Remember, we know all this stuff now because, you know, the you know kayfabe, all that's gone, and with all these shows and podcasts, yeah. but we sure. didn't have all that back then. Right. So my my point is is that I can't say what's going to be worse. Yes, I do think people watched a little bit. It was a little bit more crossover then than it is now. Mm-hmm. But I do think. There would have been at us. I think once you hit into the late 97, 98, it would, there would have been started with, if you had social media, it would have been lines in the sand. I'm WWF. This person's WCW. I mean, Hogan was never accepted really in WCW totally. That's why nope. they, that's why the best thing he ever did for his career was turn heel. Yep. I you agree. And way fans, Southern fans, you know, now it's a little different because now you have a whole different generation now. But the fans back in the 80s and 90s, you know, the fans who were older than us that were our age, our age that we are now back then, they, if you were an NWA, you did not, you weren't watching that, you know, bald-headed guy in yellow, you know, steroided up guy. We didn't care about him. You know, we, we wanted our Ric Flairs and... You need to do a better job with your insults. You know. <laughs> Although by the time he was in WCW, he was off the roids. But um, right. and they didn't, um, you know, they never really took him. They had a pipe in crowd noise, things like that. So right. I, 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 think, I think fans were more 
tribalistic than you think they were. It's just, again, we didn't have the communication then that we have now. So that's my point is that we had that same communicate. All things were considered equal in the same technology back then. Yes, there would have been there would have been lines in the sand at times. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I believe that. And I believe that ECW fans really would have been at the 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 top of it. I mean, obviously, there was a obviously a smaller percentage of fans, but sometimes it's the, the smaller percentage of fans that make more noise. It would have definitely been interesting. That's for sure. But I just think I think more people watched more stuff than uh, than now. And there were message boards. They were very rudimentary, but there were message boards back in the late 90s, not to the level yeah. it is now. Then the next chapter after WCW went under, then in 2002, two more promotions sprouted. Impact started in 2002. And I think even more so, not really tribal, but Ring of Honor started in 2002. Now, Ring of Honor, I think, and I talk to Steve Willie about this all the time. Ring of Honor was like the new ECW, like the underground promotion. But instead of just being garbage wrestling with a lot of broken glass and frying pans and hockey sticks and shit, um, Ring of Honor was all about just being the best damn wrestling on the planet. Yeah, And let's were, be honest, there were pockets of time in the 2000s in WWF where the wrestling was fucking terrible. It, it was, but, you know, the, you're right with Ring of Honor. The one thing I will say, you know, just, just a little comment, side note on ECW. It, ECW did have a lot of that, you know, hardcore stuff, but they also had some really good wrestling, too, at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, I mean. Yep, Dimalenko. Um, so they did have. Luchas. You have yeah. to get, uh, ECW a little credit there um, They did have a little bit Of both They did give a little taste of the regular You know high flying or not regular But like a little unconventional Compared to the other two companies Although WCW was kind of doing it You know a lot of lightweight stuff Or whatever, I guess they call it lightweight In their um, company So but Ring of Honor Yes I mean I mean, I've been I guess what I've gone to like Three or four shows in my time, you know, the, in the beginning, you know, when they first started and you're right, they had some really good wrestling, some really good matches. And, uh, they, you're right. I think if, if social media was big back when they first started, maybe, maybe you have a different ring of honor today. Mm, true. Because, yeah. you know, people be like, okay, what are these people talking about that? I keep hearing so much about this company. Right. You know, I mean, it's hung around, so it's, you know, and now it's owned by, you know, AEW. But, um, you know, it's so hard to say, but I mean, I do think that this word tribalism was around, it, you know, back when we were younger, but just different because we didn't have the same communication opportunities. True. Because I remember, like I said, I remember growing up. There were some people they they could care less about Hulk Hogan. It was all about the Four Horsemen and yep. the Road Warriors, and you know they didn't. I knew people that didn't even watch both. Uh, I did because i I liked uh, I liked the the baby faces in I liked the baby faces in um uh in WWF, but I loved the Horsemen. Um, I don't think I truly appreciated like Dusty Rhodes and all them until in him until I uh, much older. Um, right. 
But I think now, I think a lot of it obviously is is social media because people, you know, people, a lot of people are cowards and don't have the guts to say anything in anybody's face. It, it's nice to hide behind a keyboard. And and listen, own your shit. Okay, I agree with uh, Doctor G on that. For those that say oh, I'm just sitting here minding my business, that's yeah. bullshit. You you wouldn't be minding your. You obviously want the attention of you. You're the one that's putting the post out there. It's not like he's commenting or certain people are commenting off of people's posts. You're putting a post to start shit. And then you're like, I wasn't trying to do that. I see. This is what I mean. AEW fans are being mean and they're being. No. Sometimes people, some people may even agree with you, but they're still calling you out because you're not. You, you sit there. You're, you're, you're saying you're not trying to pick a fight. And all you do. I mean, this person I'm talking about. Every post, every other post that he posts is ripping AEW for something. So you don't like AEW, that's fine. But if but, other people like it, who cares? What but if you you're going to take the time, and this goes true for anybody on in Facebook or Twitter, you don't post something if you're not looking to get a to 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 right. get a response. You don't just post and then and then be like, oh, good, I felt better. I posted something on Twitter, and that's it. Like you obviously want people to read it. And you want people to say something. Exactly. You don't just post for the sake of posting. When when people say, oh, I'm just minding my business. Nope. The minute you hit send or enter or whatever. On somebody's name. You're now making it your business. Now you're making it our business. Plus nine posts. That's a problem. Yeah. When, you, when you're a person that posts, and, and I've seen a few people. You're posting like 9, 10, 11, 12 things over a 24-hour. When you're posting something every two hours, get a life. <laughs> you know, um, if you're posting 12 things about wrestling um, and and all of it is, wow, that Fight Forever game, uh, I see that's going to come out at some point ever or something stupid like that. Or, you know. Um, some might see like when they're watching the show, they're commenting on it, whatever. That's fine. I, that's I don't have a problem. But um, when you have, you know, AEW Collision should be called the show that everyone the elite doesn't like is on, or you know, like just comments like that. You are asking for somebody. Or Collision's going to become in a year. It'll be the AEW version of Velocity. <laughs> Or something. I saw that too. Um, if you're going to put that on, what do you think's going to happen? If you really think that the only people that are going to answer you are people that are like-minded, you're fucking naive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you're naive. And oh, yeah, you're going to get some of your friends that will agree with right. you. That's but, fine. But my my favorite my favorite thing that Pete that that a wrestling tribalist starts their starts a tweet or a post with this. So I saw people saying that's my favorite. Yeah. And then I go and then I uh, and then I'll call them somebody out and go, "Oh, where'd you see this?" Around. Around. What the fuck does around mean? Like is there a Oh, I saw it, you know, on like a board. All right. So either so um you know, then you know, why are you saying this? I don't know. The minute you tell me I don't know, I'm done with you. You're, my you're, point is, you're you're useless. It is is if you're gonna if you're gonna put something out there, that means you want to pick a little bit of you want to get people going. You're in the mood to get a rise, or you're that, lonely. That, 
sure that when people are going now, I don't believe in anything that you should get personal with somebody and make make fun of somebody's mother or make some of somebody's family. Hogwarts combat boots, you know, because like you know, when like you're little two little kids, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that, that, that that that's something that should not be happening. But if you want to have a construction, a constructive um, uh, back and forth on, you know, like maybe I disagree with what you're saying there. And then you're all of a sudden get offended because I'm kind of just, you know, trying to have a conversation with you. Now, again, if somebody gets personal, then that's that's two wrongs don't make a right. I'm just saying that own what you put out there. If you're going to put it out there, don't cry when somebody comes back at you and you know that that person made a good point and you can't answer it. And don't go on Facebook and complain about a chat nobody else is in. I've seen that, too. I'll go pick on on a chat. Where's the chat? Oh, it's, you know, it's a chat of fans. Oh, Did you leave it? No. Yeah, we don't really or, care. Or you, post, or you post six straight Facebook posts, and when nobody answers you, I get, I, I, this, is the, this, is, this is sad. I'll see the people post, like, four or five Facebook, you know, or, twi- or tweets in the span of, like, three hours, and then I get, and then I see, I guess nobody wants to talk to me. This is how you're trying to find conversations with people? How about we have jobs? People have lives. If you're strolling around social media looking for companionship. Well, I mean, my thing is. My point is, but here's, but that's the thing. If you're, if you're going around looking for fights, be ready to fight. Well, you know, like I'm going to say the way I use social media, I don't. I just post things. Nine times out of ten, it's happy things or funny things or something I really like or my team won or something. And that sometimes could even get a rise out of people, but that's not. It's not meant to be that way. It's just more of um. But I don't like. I I'm honest. I tell people I'm too lazy to sit there typing back and forth with somebody uh, in an argument. I know if I I put something out that's going to be semi-controversial or look like I'm picking a fight, I deserve what I get by people coming back at me. Right. I'm honest. Listen, I'm doing a podcast. I do a podcast. I've been doing a podcast for 12 years. People disagree with me, and it's more than just the love of Triple H. That's just people wanting to. That's just that's that's a more comedic and satirical uh, discussion of my of my intense love of the game. But <laughs> but uh, but I've said shit that I've gotten called out for. And you know what? I own it and I'll debate you on it. If you disagree, that's fine. But I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm a not going to change my mind just so I don't feel, just so I don't have to deal with the confrontation. And B, if you're going to put yourself in a platform like this. You you have to handle it. You have to deal with the consequences. We, what we're talking about tonight may get rises out of people. Yeah, but I'm also entitled to my opinion. If you want if, if someone out there disagrees with me or wants to do their own podcast, look, Podbean is 20 bucks a month. Do your own, do your own feed, a free country, do your own feed, but I'm not, you're not going to, you're not going to censor me. You can disagree with me. Totally cool with that. You can disagree with Dr. G. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't, listen, we're, we, we're kind of in disagreement. Yeah. see, I think that tribalism would Yeah, exist. but I'll just throw your ass off this show. There's a difference. What? What? I mean, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> what, hey, what? You son of a bitch. Milk, it does the body good. I just watched that SmackDown the other day. The uh, 
Steve beating the shit out of Booker T in the supermarket. Now, see, that's good television right there. That is. <laughs> but, um, Classic. Uh, but so I just wanted to bring this discussion up, and we're going to really go deep dive on this coming Friday's episode of Main Event because uh, I want to I want to do this exact same topic with Steve and Nate. Uh, but I wanted Dr. G's thoughts because I consider him a knowledgeable person and, and very and, and full of integrity. And I wanted his opinion. And I know he wouldn't totally agree with me. And that's why. Why would I why would I sculpt a show? Well, I who think wants to watch it? Who wants to listen to a podcast about a bunch of people agreeing? Well, that's I, like watching pants like listening to, to flies. Fuck. I think, like, you know, I don't think you I don't I don't know if we necessarily totally disagree. I think there's some things we agree on. I think the thing is, is that because you're you're. Sometimes you got to take us. What I try to do is take a step back and really think about that back then, because when you're going through it now, yeah, right now it seems like that there's so much of it and that it's so annoying because you're going through this right now. We haven't watched the stuff that we did. You know, we were the attitude era was 20 something years ago. So, you know, we're not in that middle of that with social media at that time. So it's hard to totally judge. We're just we're just we're we're saying we're kind of coming up with the scenario of all things were equal kind of like how you guys do through the looking glass kind of thing we're doing through the looking glass of this correct and it's part because right now we're living this tribalism of what they're calling it right now we're living this right now so it's fresh in your mind right now it's pissing you off because you you see all this stuff going on so it's sometimes hard to forget how we felt 25 years ago you know so um i'm just trying to think about it like okay if we had social media that and now uh back then like we have now oh my gosh i mean and you put a good point then i was gonna bring up myself was ecw i mean i think that would have been very interesting to see oh i agree yeah i I agree with you on that sure it's it's listen um again i think it's still small percentage because i still think there's a lot of crossover between the two companies but i do think you have there's a percentage of fans that are only going to be WWE only and, and a small percentage that's going to only be AEW only. That's, yes. And then there's some of us that like a little bit of everything, like we do, we're doing the NWA, and then you have Impact and Ring of Honor, um, Japan. So, and again, we could all agree, like, I don't care for Japanese wrestling that much, but there are people that do, and I respect that. You know what? If that's what they're into, they're, that's something for them. GCW, ah, that kind of stuff. Maybe once in a while, like a good like blood bath hardcore match, but I, it's not something I want to watch every single week. Because to me, then it doesn't mean anything anymore. It's watered down. So again, there's a little bit of something for everybody, and I think and and NWA. What we liked about the NWA back in 2019 is not necessarily the same as what we have right now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's but I wanted to bring it up because that cage match, I've been kind of letting it go because it's just, you know, it's just the way of the world right now. But when I saw that story about people going on cage match and purposely tanking star ratings for for matches uh, from uh, and just and also, oh, my God, this one guy got his hair head torn off. He was at live. He was live. Uh, There was a picture on Twitter. This, there was a guy that was live in Vegas at AEW Double or Nothing, and he was looking on his phone watching NXT Battleground. And this guy was getting crucified. Now, think about it. 
again, out of context, maybe they were in between matches. Maybe there was some boring highlight package or something, and and the guy wanted to check out the NXT show. But Guess what? Bugging you? It's a free country. Something else? That you know? Let him. It's a free I mean, country. Like, what do you seriously? Want? The guy, if the guy wants to watch wrestling on a phone while spending that kind of money on the live show, then let him. It's like, but the the cage match story really torqued me off because I'm like, really now you're. You're you're just you're making up like do you have anything better to do with your time than to go on a on a wrestling database site and make up star grades like really that's that that's that's what you're gonna do with your constructive time really <coughs> excuse me really <laughs> stupid anyway um, I'm glad we I'm glad that the NWA hasn't had any new programming in the last two months. <laughs> Boy, they could use some tribalism, huh? Maybe it'll get, get better programming. I don't know. Anyway, um, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the conversation and the banter. Uh, this tribalism topic is going to continue here on the PTB Wrestling Network later this week, again, with the newest episode of Place Be Nation's main event. Uh, last week's scheduling did not allow us a new episode, but we will have one this week. Nate and Steve will be with me, and we are. Gonna, I, am gonna, I am going to approach tribalism with them and see what they think. Um, and Steve, listen, Steve is a diehard Ring of Honor guy from back, way back, so I'm curious his thoughts on the 2000s when ECW and WCW were done, and out of, that, the, out of those ashes came Impact, or TNA, and Ring of Honor. So... Um, so it'll be very interesting. So next week, uh, here's what we're going to do. So as, so just to let everyone know, we won't go too deep in the weeds, but Dr. G is having a medical procedure this week. We won't go any further than that. I'll let him, if he wants to talk about it, that's up to him. Um, so, and it, it does affect his voice. No, he's not getting, he's not getting the Julie Andrews vocal cords thing. Cause you know, he couldn't sing to begin with. <laughs> um, I, I don't, but, I don't mind having my thyroid removed. So, yeah. So. <laughs> so it's it's just uh, I'm going to have a scratchy and hoarse voice for Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. If there is new DC, uh ECW, listen to me. If there is new NWA programming this week, if there is a new episode of Power on Tuesday, I'll probably do the show solo. If there is no new EC I did it again. EC, I keep want to say ECW. If there is no new NWA programming this week, we will take next week off. So that's what we'll do. So if if there's a new episode of Power, if we're, you know, pulling the ripcord, getting ready for and WA 75, whenever that is, um, then I'll be with you solo next week for a power recap and any other news tidbits and such. If there is no new NWA programming this week, then we will take next week off. Uh, check out our socials. Check out the Twitter. Check out our Twitter account at PTBN Wrestling. And uh, I'll give everyone an update by, you know, the end of the week if there will be a new episode. But uh, say some good well wishes to the doctor. Uh, on a uh, safe procedure and a uh, a speedy recovery, um, so we can get back in the group. Everything will be all good. I think so too. Um, so now, this, is this going to be tribalism? People with thyroids and people without thyroids. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a good weekend, everybody. Uh, stay safe. Uh, maybe there's some graduation parties uh, for those graduating grammar school, high school, college. Um, if you're in the Northeast, supposed to be a wet weekend around here. Um, and, uh, yeah, so have a great weekend. Enjoy. And maybe we'll talk to you next Saturday morning. We'll see what happens. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao for now. No, no ciao. I tribalize chows. Ciao.